This is Justin Rowland, publisher of CatsIllustrated.com, and I'm very happy to uh, bring you another edition of the CatsIllustrated.com podcast. And I'm very pleased to be joined today by Heath Hinton, the managing editor of BigGoldNation.com, the Southern Miss affiliate on the Rivals.com Yahoo Sports Network. So kind of a sister site. And then, you know, talking season's over. We've made it through camp. We've been in, in the middle of prep for the for the first game of the season for a while now. And so it's a great time to talk some Kentucky Southern Miss. Heath, you're right down there in the middle of the storm, uh, Hurricane Harvey. How are you guys holding up? Well, I'll be honest with you, Justin, we're getting uh, hit pretty hard with the rain right now. In fact, the next uh, three to four days is pretty much 100% chance of rain. Just, we're getting the rain in oven, and I'll be honest with you, <laughs> we've had enough rain down here this summer, believe it or not. Probably been the wettest summer we've had in the past, I would say, 25 years. Yeah. So we've had enough rain. We're just waterlogged right now, but... That's part of life. You just got to live with it. Go through. That's one thing we learned down here in the South with hurricanes. You just have to pick yourself up and go. You know, everybody's worried about, you know, the human cost and, and the collateral cost and everything, but we got to talk about the football side. It looks like, last I saw yesterday, it looked like the forecast was maybe just a 20% chance for rain on Saturday. Have you heard anything about what the weather might be like down there by the time game time rolls around? What I heard today was 40% chance of rain, and the good thing for, I think the good thing for Kentucky is we're looking at about 86 as the high. Yeah, and they've got... degrees, which in September is, if you could ask for that, that's what anybody would want coming out of his it looks like the humidity is going to be a little bit lower than normal, and I know that they've got you yeah. know kind of artificial turf down there, so I don't expect the field field conditions would be too bad if the rain stops before before game time. But he, you know, Kentucky fans, I think, have a healthy level of respect for Southern Miss. Maybe they didn't appreciate what that what the team and the program was capable of going into last year's meeting, but everybody vividly remembers that second half in Commonwealth Stadium, now Kroger Field where Southern Miss really just imposed their will, sucked the life out of the game, and, and punished Kentucky in the trenches, and they return, you know, a, a, an impressive stable of running backs. I know there's been some turnover on the offensive line. Uh, how, do, how do you see this game shaping up big picture? I know it's a different Southern Miss team, different to quarterback. I mean, how are they going to attack this game differently than maybe last year? How are they going to be a different team? I really, to be honest with you, I don't see it changing much at all, to be honest Shannon Dawson, you guys know him from being at Kentucky. Um, he's not going to change who he is, and from being around him, he's not. Last year, we did a lot of running in the second half. I think that even with a new quarterback, I still think he's going to want to throw the ball. He's going to run a running. We've got Edo Smith. We've got a stable of really good running backs. I don't see us changing much at all of what we did last year. Defensively, we're not going to change. But defensively, what I think you're going to see is a lot bigger and faster team. People don't realize we've had like four defensive linemen hurt last year for that game. Yeah, and that, that made a big difference. That's one of the things that stood out to me in researching this Southern Miss team. It looks like they have added some size up front in the trenches. You know, Kentucky became a very different team after the first couple of games last year. They found their footing in the running game, and I think Southern Miss's coaches probably know they're going to get a heavy dose of Benny Snell one of the SEC's top backs last season. How much better do you think that Southern Miss defensive line looks looks heading into this year? I will say this, and I've said this on uh, talking to different people, and I've also said it on Big Old Nation. 
as far as skill, size, and talent, Southern Miss this year is probably the most, probably has the most speed and size and skill ability that they've had in the past 10 to 15 years on the defensive side of the ball. Up front with defensive linemen, you're going to see two 300-pounders. Start up front on the defensive line, you're going to have two uh, 280-pound plusers uh, backing them up. We've got a couple of defensive ends that are, you know, 250, 260. We're very, we're going to be, I think we're going to be a lot bigger up front. I think the Southern Miss coaches are under the impression, hey, let's try to stop it with the size we have this year with our front four. And I think you're going to see that. I don't think you're going to see a lot of blitzing from Southern Miss this year. That's interesting. Um, you know, K- Kentucky had a had a left tackle uh, go down before the start of the season, Cole Mosier, and now there's a question about whether it's going to be a senior move over from the right side or whether it's going to be sophomore Landon Young take over on the left side. So it'll be interesting to see if they hold up. It, it seems like if they're not going to blitz a whole lot, they might make Steven Johnson beat him with, with his arm, and that was kind of a hit-or-miss venture last season. Talk to me about the quarterback competition. From what I read and everything that I've seen, it looks like they're going to Hobson's going to let this quarterback competition drag on to the last minute. Uh, one of the quarterbacks was banged up, and they want to give him a chance to compete right up until game time. Where, where do things stand right now? How are these guys different, and how do you see it shaking out? Man, I'll be honest with you, I, there's not that much different between the two. They're both pretty good quarterbacks. Uh, Deion Howard, uh, he started a few games for us last year because we had a bunch of quarterbacks go down. In fact, uh, Coach Dawson said in the press conference yesterday, they were asking him about the freshman we have. He said, look, he's got to be ready to play because we all know what happened last year. We ended up having to play three quarterbacks, which is a lot of the reason why Southern Mrs. record is only seven wins. Uh, for the games, we didn't even have uh, we, we didn't even have Nick Mullins in at quarterback, which is a big difference with Southern Miss. Uh, just look at the games and you'll you'll see the stats. This year, those quarterbacks are really, I mean, they're just about the same with Griggs and Howard. Griggs seemed to me in practice to have a little more, I guess he was a little farther in the lead as it comes to being able to uh, reach defenses and uh, make better, quicker decisions. But then he went down with a finger injury. And Howard got stepped in, and then Howard really progressed when he got all the snaps. He wasn't splitting with Greg. So now they're back at pretty much they're pretty much equal. I think you're going to see a game day. Uh, I think it's going to be a game day decision, and then I think both of them are going to play, but I think one's going to get a majority of them. You know, it's funny, going into last year's game, everybody on the Kentucky side was talking about Nick Mullins in that passing game, and he eventually got his numbers, but it was that second half. I think Southern Miss finished the game with about 68 carries, 96 total plays. They ran all over Kentucky's defense. Uh, you know, I, Kentucky fans knew about Cameron Toms, the, the center from last year. He was obviously a very accomplished player. One area they are retooling is the offensive line. I think they've got Ty Pollard coming back as a sophomore, one I know about. But tell me about the offensive line, how that's changed. I know some people are saying it's maybe not one of the stronger units on the team, but you never it, it certainly turned out to be better than we thought it was going to be last year, at least in the Kentucky game. What, what does the offensive line look like going into Saturday? Well, a lot of, we actually have three guys on the offensive line that have played a lot of snaps. Uh, as you said, Ty Pollard at right tackle. Jerry Harris at right guard has played a lot of football at Southern Miss, and and Devin Ferrier is he's probably going to be a. I wouldn't be surprised if he's playing at the next level as well. He's our center. 
So we've got three guys there that have played a lot of football. The two guys that haven't played as much, and we've got a sophomore, Richard, sophomore to redshirt freshman. Arvin uh, Fletcher is a redshirt freshman, 6'2", 302 pounds. And Drake Dorbeck is going to be our tackle. He's 6'6", right at 300, and he's a sophomore. I think Southern Miss' offensive line is going to be okay. It seems like in practice they have continued to get better as the season went along. And, with, and I'm going to be honest with you, as good as our defensive line is, I think that's been good for our offensive line going up against them all camp. Um, it's made them better. He's going to be about eight deep. He's got some. Uh, he's got some. He's got some young kids, but he's got some talented kids that are backing him up. So I think offensive line wise, Justin, we're going to be okay. I think it's uh, it's just getting used to the game time speed for the two guys that's never played before. So, I, but we do have some experience coming back. It's not a completely recalled offensive line. I think a lot of people know about Staggers, the, the wide receiver. He didn't have a huge game against Kentucky last year. Of course, he didn't need to, but he had a couple of 200-plus yard games, finished with great numbers on the season. Certainly looks like one of the best receivers in Conference USA, one of the best receivers that Kentucky is going to face this year. Uh, we know about him. Talk about some of the other receivers. I know Ito uh, Smith is really involved in the pass game uh, as as a running back. I know they, they used the tight end about as much as Kentucky last year. What kind of receivers is Southern Miss going to put out there this year? looks like they return most of their top pass catchers. Well, yeah, in fact, uh, probably skill position set besides quarterback. Skill position is probably the deepest uh, position on the team. As you talked about, Alonzo Staggers, he is uh, he's as good as advertised. Isaiah Jones, also from East Mississippi Community College, also on that show last chance you with uh, Staggers was on. They were both on the same team. He's a six four, two hundred two pounds, can fly. He he uh, he was a guy that caught a lot of deep balls against Kentucky last year. We got Quez Watkins returning. Uh, Corey Robertson, another guy, six two, two fifteen. He's just a junior. He had a lot of pass catches last year. Chase Whitehead, who I kind of, I kind of, I, I call him. You know, he's just Mister Reliable. He just has good hands. He knows where to get open in space. He just sits there. He's not a very fast. He's not overly fast. He's not overly big. He just makes the plays. And a freshman that has really impressed. That was the Gatorade Player of the Year in Alabama last year. Jalen Adams, watch out for him uh, here in the future. That kid is going to be something special at wide receiver. He can just flat out fly. Uh, Coach Thompson was talking about the other day when he said the D-backs and the wide receivers. He said he could not believe how much faster this team is than the team that he had last year. And it's the speed of the wide receivers that I, I think it's very deceiving. And I think there's some good hands. I think it's a wide receiver core that's just good. It's probably one. It's probably the best in Conference USA. I can say that. You know, I think uh, I'm really looking forward to that matchup between the Southern Miss receivers and skilled players and the Kentucky defensive backs because Kentucky feels really good about their secondary going into this year. Some of the best players on the defense are on the in the secondary, the back half of the defense. I think that's going to be a great a great test for both teams. Uh, take me to the other side of the ball while we're talking about the skill guys. It seems like Hobson feels really good about his cornerbacks going through camp and through practice. It seems like the corners may be the strength of the team. Oh yeah, well you gotta understand. There's a community here called Bassfield, Mississippi. They were making jokes about it, and I don't know what it is about Bassfield, but they throw out some of the fastest kids in the state with 
uh, with Michael and, uh, you know, even Armstrong, some other kids, there's some fast kids on this team, and the quarterbacks are very suffocating. They, they're not the biggest guys, but they're quick. They play physical. I will say this, if you're going to beat them, and I know we had talked about this on this five-question thing that uh, we had talked to each other about, if you're going to beat Southern Miss's D-backs, you're going to have to like do some double moves, try to uh, try to confuse them because they are so aggressive at corner. They're not going to play off very much, and if they do, they're going to come up right when the ball snaps. So, and I think the coaches have probably seen that on film, so I'm not saying anything different here. But um, these D-backs we have are really good. We're also deep. I mean, you've got he's five deep, the cornerback of kids that can play. And that's really odd for a conference USA school. It, I, I could be wrong about this, but it looks. I, I think they lost a couple of safeties. What does the safety forecast look like? Um, is that is that oh, is that a concern, or, or who do they have coming coming in there? No, no, no. In fact, uh, Picasso Nelson Jr. He uh, played a whole lot last year. Devarius Moore is a very good player who also played a lot last year. Two guys that are coming into play that played a lot of snaps last year. So there's really. There's not two new guys coming in per se. It's just two guys that are going to be having to do more, play more snaps than they did last year. But as far as uh, being being uh, new or not being not having any experience, now that defense, pretty much everybody on the defense side of the ball has had a lot of playing experience. If you were a Kentucky coach, if you were Kentucky's offensive coordinator, looking at Southern Miss's defense, how do you think? the best way to attack them would be if you were putting together a game plan and saying this is how we can get them what do you think what do you think Kentucky would look to do I think that you would have to as I just said a while ago stick with the running game it may not work at first but stick with it and then use the play action to go deep on double moves and uh, get your wide receivers open in the secondary because I think this is a game in Hattiesburg. You have to, if you don't have success early, don't get upset. Keep, keep doing what you what you do best, which is running the football and throwing off the play action. I think that's probably the best thing that Kentucky can do, and I think they'll be successful if they stick to that. If they get into a situation where they have to drop back and pass every down. I think that's going to play in the Southern Miss hand a little bit. You see what I'm saying? I think that's something that Kentucky doesn't want to do. You want to keep it balanced and take your shots deep if you're yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Kentucky's strength last year was using the running game to set up the play-action pass. Of course, they lost Jeff Bidette, who was the big playmaker down the stretch. He, he wasn't as big of a factor in the Southern Miss game. Garrett Johnson and uh, Taven Richardson made some plays, and they are back. Uh, what about on the other side? If you're Kentucky's defense, are you trying to tee off and pressure a, a less experienced quarterback, or are you trying to key in on Ito Smith, or, or what are you doing to try to ruffle their feathers on the offensive side of the ball? If I'm Kentucky, I'm coming out blitzing every down. I'm trying to get in the quarterback's face, and, I, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make him beat me. I'm gonna make Southern Miss's quarterback beat me if I'm Kentucky. Right. Uh, I think Southern Miss quarterbacks are, I, I think they're a lot better than people think. But also, in that sense, there's still, there's not a lot of experience there. Get up in those passing lanes, make them beat you passing the ball. And don't let Edo beat you. Do not let Edo beat you. If Edo is going to get five or six yards, 
that's going to be an interesting day for Kentucky on defense side of the ball. What about George Payne? Is George Payne going to play? Because I had seen some, some things that he might not may, might uh, not be ready. Uh, I don't know. They Southern Miss is really tricky about injuries and different things. So I don't know if I don't know if he's going to play. I'm on the depth chart. I do not see him on there. I can say that. Let me put it like that. He's not on the depth chart. Okay. For this week. And you know, I want to want to kind of wrap up. Kentucky going into this game, last I saw the line, it was about 10.5 points. Is there a sense that after last season, the way that the game went last season, do you think Southern Miss feels disrespected going into this game? I know Kentucky's going to treat this like a like a revenge game, but on your home field first game of the year, do you do you think that that line is, disrespe- is being considered disrespectful motivation, or, or what do you make of it? I, I think that Southern Miss fans kind of feel like Ten and a half, maybe a little too much. Uh, I don't know about the players. I don't know if they really get into it. But as far as the fan base goes, I think they think ten and a half is a little too much. But, you know, we're used to it. We're down here in the middle of SEC country, so we're used to playing SEC teams. And Sometimes we win, sometimes we don't. We're used to being some underdogs. I don't think it's that big of a difference to us. I think we understand what it is. And, uh, you know, Kentucky did have a good year last year uh, after you changed quarterbacks. I mean, you know, unfortunately, the young man got hurt after you changed quarterbacks and did a couple of things. Things like Stoops did a pretty good job of rallying the troops and got you the ball and, and, and beat Kentucky. I mean, beat Kentucky, beat Louisville. But uh, I think I think the fans, I don't think it really matters that much to Southern Miss fans. I think they look at it and they, if it wasn't, Kentucky would be like, yeah, it's flat. But we, we know, we, we deal with it all the time down here, so it's not that big of a deal. Right. Well, Heath, I hope you guys hold up through the rest of this storm. I hope it doesn't get too bad down there. I hope you make it through the worst of it. We're, uh, we're keeping you guys in our thoughts and prayers and look forward to a really good game on Saturday. Hope you do well, man. All right, I appreciate it, Justin. Look forward to seeing you this weekend. God bless you guys. Be careful coming down, and, uh, you know, here's to a good game. Justin rolling again with Heath Hinton, CatsIllustrated.com podcast, getting you ready for Kentucky Southern Miss. Stay tuned to CatsIllustrated.com. Thanks for listening.